This is Hannah. This is Jennifer. And this is Amanda. And this is Dick Talk and Mimosas. Welcome back to another episode of Dick Talk and Mimosas. My name is Hannah. I'm Jennifer. Who am I? Who am oh, I? I don't. I, I think that I'm Amanda. Are you having some sort of like existential crisis i'm just i'm in a place where i can be whoever i want to be you know do i have true. to be amanda you know for that some reason true. when i type <laughs> i'm when amanda I t- guys yeah. when i type out amanda on my phone it wants to autocorrect to ananda yeah amanda. And ananda I, ananda you want to hear something funny <laughs> yeah uh nanda a i'm sorry not uh N-A-N-D-A is a medical, like a nursing oh. um, thing. For what? Nanda. What does um, mean? I forget what it stands for, but it's the basically anus. when you're... <laughs> no, it's basically when you're trying to, I think, to create like a care plan for a patient. It's called a Nanda. Like the Nanda diagnosis stuff. I like that you stuff. think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Something involving the anus. Yeah. Thank you for this lesson. Yeah. Nanda. Well, I mean, it, it could. So if you're my patient, I write a Nanda for you. I could include the It anus. could include that if I have that issue, which I do not. A space yet. Nanda. Not yes. yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not no going to manifest an anus issue. No. Anyway, like what are we talking anyway. about? <laughs> anyway, what are we here for? <laughs> so today we're talking about how past trauma affects current relationships ding 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 Ooh. always does and how do, we, how do we come up with this episode because i'm going through it right now oh. <laughs> no but it got resolved so i haven't caught you all up on what's happened but basically spill that tea spill it so i had told the girls you girls when was it maybe like two weeks ago or these girls or these girls yeah Me. these girls <laughs> I want to touch them. Them. I want to touch your boobs. For our visual <laughs> listeners. Yeah. They're so beautiful. Um, <laughs> I, I like, like, I've oh. been drinking, obviously. <laughs> I would hate to get a boob job and someone's like, ew, those are They're bad. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I no. love them. Um, but yeah, so like I had told you girls that like maybe like a couple weeks ago, um, you know, things are going wonderful with this guy that I'm seeing. His name is Will. But in the back of my head, I'm like, every relationship that I've had has been shit, right? Mm. So things are going wonderful with this guy. So in my head, I'm making up this idea that there's a catch. Mm. Like, I'm just waiting for the ball to drop. And for the pattern to repeat. Correct. And I'm like, there's no way this is going so well. Like, it's too like, good to be true. Yeah, exactly. So that's the space that I had been in to the point where I was, like, driving myself a little bit crazy. And we're hitting that three-month mark in this week, actually, mm. that we met. And you know, like, how that's usually kind of like a like a weird mark because sometimes like after that mark it's like you called it the trial period it's like a like a trial subscription right (laughs) so usually like we're approaching that so i'm like okay like i was you know kind of um playing games in my head that like oh you know once we hit that three you know three months he's gonna bounce out or something is going to happen so i decided you know like to go um to talk to my therapist about it so i'm seeing her next week but also a thing that came up this week and I texted you girls about it is that last week he said he wanted to talk, right? Oh. 
So in other relationships, usually, and I brought this up to him. I'm like, don't ever fucking tell me that over text. Don't say we need to chat oh without like some <laughs> sort of direction of about what. what yeah, what exactly. Because I'm gonna yeah. go to the negative place. Exactly right. So, oh and I God. think that's very common in just like dating culture. Period. When someone says they need to chat, it's probably like not a good thing, right? So how so, do you on, on a on a tangent for a second? Mm-hmm. How do you reprogram yourself? So that you're Ooh. not automatically like something bad's happening. Like maybe that's your initial mm-hmm. reaction. And then you get to like reprogram that to be like, cool. Even if I have to force it, like I'm so excited. Can't wait to talk to you about whatever. Just getting yourself in the yeah. habit to reprogram that like initial reaction to be like, if someone says they have to talk, it means bad, bad. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I almost shit myself. So <laughs> there was no time to like reprogram that. Our sponsor is a diaper company. Yeah, seriously. Imodium. <laughs> Imodium. No. So I asked him because this was like literally middle of the day. So I was at that point where I'm like, you know what? Like I knew it. I manifested this. We're coming up on the three months. Like I'm just going to If you pull. say so. Yeah. No, I know. But like, obviously like in, like in that moment, I'm like, fuck, whatever. Like, let's just pull the bandaid off. So I told him, I'm like, hey, I'm going to be taking a break. I'll call you in 15 minutes. And he said, okay. And in my head, I'm going into this thinking like, oh, he's going to just dump me like something. But so he called me and he's like, oh, you didn't have to call me in the middle of the day. I know you're working. And I'm like, no, you said you wanted to chat, like just, you know, spill it or whatever. But then he proceeds to tell me like, you know, there was a little bit. He's like, oh, you know, I'm just concerned because I feel like there's like this bit of miscommunication about something that you said last week, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I'm still thinking like, oh, like that's what it was. Like I didn't communicate something to him. He's upset. He's going to dump me. He's mm-hmm. like, but, you know, like I like you so much and I want us to pers- like move forward in our relationship. And, you know, I just like really like you. And I feel like we do communicate so well, but you know, maybe like the ball was dropped over the weekend. So I just want to talk about it because I want to take this relationship, like, you know, basically to the next step. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, that's great. Two, don't ever fucking text me. <laughs> Can we chat in the middle we of the day? And like, we were on the phone for like an hour and like, we basically, um, like I told him at that moment, cause I'm like, well, fuck it. If we're just going to be like raw and open and honest, like I told him like same thing, how I felt. So it actually turned out to be an amazing talk, but obviously from previous, um, experiences, you know, mm-hmm. like I was going into it thinking like I'm getting my ass dumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to backtrack mm-hmm. and I want to go here right now. Okay. We're going to go there. We're going to go here. Where are we going? We're going about, I want to talk. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so I want to say, be careful what you wish for, because mm-hmm. you're saying, don't ever tell me I want to talk in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. which I don't think is the answer. Mm-hmm. I think it's being clear, like requesting clarity, yeah. mm-hmm. because I think it's a fucking amazing thing that he wants to talk mm-hmm. communication yeah i mean mm-hmm. you don't want to stifle just, communication yeah. no, you no, want no. it to be i think it's just how it was phrased like right. a text in right. the middle of the day like hey we need to talk yes well right and so what i'm saying what? is from your your mm-hmm. your um explanation of this mm-hmm. right now is don't ever do that again mm-hmm. but i don't think that's what you mean or want correct me if i'm wrong no you're correct i think that it's that you want more clarity on what there is to talk about Mm -hmm. or what direction it's going Mm -hmm. so that you can better prepare which Mm -hmm. is different than don't ever tell me you don't want to talk during the day 
or you want to talk during the day, I mean. No, you're correct. Yes. You're 100% correct. And yes, like, I don't ever, like, not want him to, like, come to me. Like, obviously, if there's something happening in the middle of the day. Right. But at that moment, because I was just so, like, like, there was just so emotion. Like, there was a lot of emotion both on his end and on mine. Uh-huh. That I just kind of, like, it was almost, like, jokingly. I'm like, don't you? ever do yeah. that again so yeah like, like i didn't mean it like that yeah i think i should but yeah choosing your words yeah, yeah choosing your words and what you mm-hmm. want them to mean mm-hmm. is important and in that situation it sounds <sighs> like don't talk to me you know or right. like you're closing off the space to communicate which isn't what you mean and i believe that that's true good point what i'm gonna make a note of that and maybe bring it up next time how how do you <laughs> how do you think he could have phrased that such that mm-hmm. um <laughs> it would have made you such that <laughs> how could he have phrased that such that Mm -hmm. it would have made you feel comfortable correct you know to mentally prepare yourself for that conversation what would have been the better phrasing yeah or Um, if he had said that exactly the way he said mm -hmm. how could you respond differently one or the other Mm -hmm. Um, instead of being like fuck i'm gonna take a break right now i'll call you in 15 minutes like being like should i be prepared for something Mm -hmm. question mark or like you know like is it yeah is this um i mean like i ideally i would have liked to have that text maybe like at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like hey like are you home i would like to have a chat and yeah it's casual no big deal just wanted to not like middle of the day Mm -hmm. like so um yeah, I know you're at work, but I, you know, I kind this of ambiguous, like yeah. dropping a bomb. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny because, like, he even told me. Obviously, that there was no clarity on either side because when I told him, I'm like, "Hey, I'm going on break. I can call you," and he's like, "Oh, you don't need to talk to me right now. You can call me later." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "No, when you say we need to talk, like when you just throw that like text or whatever." But like, if you're gonna dump me, just dump me already. Correct. You know? I don't want to prolong that. That's where I was going. You're like my that's man boy. Was going. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, so that was it. And obviously, like you know, things are good. You know, we spent the weekend together and we had like an amazing time. But there's a lot of things in our relationship that are like going great, that are progressing great, and I think the reason why is because we both come from very similar. Um, experiences with her exes and I don't know if I mentioned this before on like the podcast but you know his wife left him for someone else Mm -hmm. you know we had the same experience as you know like my ex you know leaving me for someone else so Mm -hmm. everything has been like really good because like our communication is good like there's transparency we get along great like sexually everything so it's almost like we got rid of all like the junk Mm -hmm. that we already like worked through do you think that that's because you have like a shared trauma too in a sense Ooh, a trauma bond a trauma bond (gasps) that's a whole Mm -hmm. episode Mm -hmm. no we've like talked about it too yeah because i you know i when we revisited the conversation this weekend and i told him i'm like you know sometimes i do think like oh this is too good to be true but at the same time i think that when we first met and we had bonded over what happened to us with our exes, it's almost like there was a lot, like almost like a sense of like relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone like, understands okay. me. Yeah. So it's like, we don't have to work through that like bullshit. Yeah. Cause we, and you know, like he's like Italian, he's a Taurus, he's fucking like, there's no, he's very black and white, which is kind of nice because I'm kind of like that too. And we're mm-hmm. like very similar, 
but i think that's why things are working one and also like we're older we're at yeah. this point where you know you've like, been through enough that like you yeah, know what you want and you're not willing like to deal no with bullshit secrets. and like yeah. he tells me like straight up he's like i'm not like i don't bullshit he's like i fucking like you and i want to take this to the next Aww. level if you want to do that damn that. boy communication yeah. is sexy yeah but it's like very like clear there's mm-hmm. no like kind of like walking on eggshells he's very like if you want to do this with me we're gonna do it because right now we're at that point where if you're not comfortable in this relationship relationship like i need to move on yeah i was like oh yeah i love that i was like that was really hot (laughs) i have a question so we're talking about past relationships Mm -hmm. past trauma affecting current relationships Mm -hmm. how has your past trauma affected this relationship why was that phrase a trigger for you Thank you. I wanted to circle back to that too. Um, because I feel like every time that there has been like anything in a relationship where a guy like did just didn't want to, you know, continue the relationship. Mm. It's always, and it's not just me. Like I'll hear this from like my other friends. They're like, Oh, she sent me a text or he sent me a text that he wants to talk. We know what that means. So like I said, I think it's very common in dating when people say like when they, they want to have a chat, it just means that it's going to go south. It's never been, I've never gotten that text and have it be a good conversation. Mm, Usually when someone's like, hey, we got to talk. It's like, hey, things are not working out. You know, Mm -hmm. like, let's, you know. It's never been like, we want a million dollars. We're going to Aruba. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) I want to have lots of chats during the day. (laughs) Exactly. 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 So, um, So I think that's what it was. And again, I think it was just like, a lot of like not just that particular text but the fact that it came at the time where i was thinking all these thoughts like mm-hmm. is it good to be true or you know our child self sabotage are we are we gonna renew i know <laughs> and that is a goal and that's <laughs> why i'm seeing my therapist again on wednesday <laughs> i acknowledge you for seeking therapy yes thank you for this trigger yeah uh, I yeah. want to acknowledge all of us for doing that <laughs> because yeah. we all do. And it's like a really empowering place to just say like, yo, um, I think I know what all my problems are. I think mm-hmm. I'm handling them. I think I'm moving forward and I can still benefit from someone mm-hmm. who is detached from this whole situation mm-hmm. to come in and say blind spot, you know, mm-hmm. try this. So I acknowledge yeah. All of us for that. Mm. Um, I want to your acknowledgement. I want to throw mm. out a theory here. Mm-hmm. I have nothing other than my own Ooh, concoction. Like a creating of, this, like the theory of gravity. Yes. <laughs> um, do you think mm. everyone? Obviously, trauma. Like, there's nobody that escapes trauma mm-hmm. in this world, right? Everyone has trauma, whatever mm-hmm. it is. When you come into a relationship, do you think everyone? I I feel like correct me if I'm wrong, you can break it down to two things. Someone's dealing with a fear of abandonment mm. or a fear of being <laughs> smothered. It's just one or the other. Mm. Oh, abandonment, 100%. Oh, oh that's good. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. And then, on top of that, do you think that there is maybe um, like a more likelihood that people that both share fear of abandonment end up together or one like opposites because mm. i tend to think that it's opposites attract 
Ooh. Someone that has a fear of abandonment ends up with someone who has a fear of being smothered. Okay. Uh, this, I feel like, is a whole episode. <laughs> you know what? When we talk about attachment styles, because yes. I know that I am the uh, anxious attachment style, and we'll go over this in a whole episode. Yes. I just learned I, about I that. Te- I tend until recently i tend to go for the people with avoidant attachment mm-hmm. styles so people who don't text me back Same or <laughs> don't give me the words of affirmation i want mm-hmm. you know i tend to go for that type but you know mm-hmm. i recently discovered that and mm-hmm. i'm like i don't want to do that anymore mm-hmm. so, so then, yeah a second yeah. layer on top of that do you think that women are more likely to have the anxious attachment and men are more likely to have the avoidant. avoidant 100%. I need to I do some so. research yeah. on this. We, we get to mm-hmm. circle back to I this. We need to another. circle back on this, but that is deep. That's <laughs> yeah. what she said. But that is deep. <laughs> I was saying that last night. I, I think there's something to that theory, Amanda, <laughs> mm-hmm. because yes, I, I tend to go for, uh, yeah, I tend mm-hmm. to go for the avoidant types. Mm-hmm. I just learned about that, about the attachment styles yeah. or whatever. We're going to do a whole episode on this. Yeah. But to go back, and <laughs> this is like, um, we'll move to uh, other examples or topics or whatever. But I thought about, I thought about, um, about you when we were having this conversation. Because the whole, like what triggered him wanting to talk in the, the whole communication thing was, is that he felt like I was under communicating through like texting. Oh. And I was like, you know, again, <clears throat> going based off, you know, past relationships, usually when you text a guy like too much, like they're like, yep. dude, like just yeah. like relax. Yeah. Like yep. I don't have time Chill. to text or whatever. And he's the opposite. He's like, no, I want to hear about your day. I want to know what you're having for lunch or whatever. He's like, you're not bugging me. He's like, I'm just like, I just want to be like a part of your day. Uh, I just need to take a time out to say, Will, you are the fucking man. You are BDE, alpha as fuck. Uh, The Mm -hmm. fact that a man is coming to you to request Mm -hmm. further communication. Yeah, I love this. Is so fucking Mm -hmm. sexy and fucking alpha and amazing Mm -hmm. and all the good things. Showing up like a real fucking man. I just wanted to take a moment. I know you don't even listen to this, Will, but Mm -hmm. in the event that. In the event that you do in the future, just wanted to shout you out for being a fucking role model for other Mm men to not cower away Mm -hmm. from communication, Mm -hmm. to not say that because I feel like you're not communicating enough, I'm also going to communicate less Mm -hmm. and play the fucking game. Mm -hmm. Just straight up, straightforward, like, hey, I feel like Like we need... Like, that's what I require. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like we need better communication Mm -hmm. because I am doing the work to mm-hmm. make this relationship work yeah correct damn so, all right sorry oh. i didn't i didn't mean to cut your story off <laughs> i'm but just wet no it's acknowledgement all for will <laughs> <laughs> no but um what's it called so and this goes back to like you know like love languages or whatever because our yes. love language is um you know like physical, physical touch but i think we talked about before that it doesn't have to be like just one so right yeah I it's learned, a mixture of things bye Felicia. we're all waving bye actually <laughs> <laughs> for work but it was one of those things that i'm like you know like i was showing up like just physical mm-hmm. you know in mm-hmm. like our relationship mm-hmm. but i also you know obviously he had to like he told me like i understood like oh you know he's a word of affirmations kind of kind of guy like jen like you know he wants to like be more he wanted me to be like more involved because um, you know, like a lot of times we get like carried away 
during the day and I, you know, may forget to send a text or two or whatever. And mm-hmm. it will be like yeah. the next day. And he's like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he's and like, like <laughs> yeah, that's a trigger for me. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I didn't hear from you. I was wondering what happened. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was busy. But in his head, like he was thinking like, Oh shit, he doesn't like me. In my head, I'm thinking, I don't want to smother you. See, mm. and now this is really fun for the two of us Yes, yeah. to plug in to what she's saying mm-hmm. yes. to reflect on the opposite side of that when we don't get a text back and we're like, what the fuck? Okay, this is, yeah. oh my God, they're, they're, they haven't texted me back in two hours. They're, they're definitely into someone else. They don't yeah, like exactly. me anymore. Exactly. That yeah. is, that is and traumatic that's what for he me. Said. He's like, I thought, he's like, I felt for a second like maybe you just didn't like me anymore. And I'm like, it's the opposite. I just don't want to like smother you and have you get sick of me. And he's like, no, he's like, you can text me all you fucking Aww. want. Like I'm not, you know, um, so I'm not going to like say, uh, I'm not going to like, you know, be weird about it. He's yeah. like, obviously if I'm, if I'm in a meeting, I'll reply when I'm busy, but or yeah. when I'm not busy, but yeah, it like circled back, you know, it's like, we're, we're hitting so many like different, um, areas of, you know, like love languages and, you know, communication mm-hmm. and trauma and therapy. And it's like, yay, relationships. One thing <laughs> that I'm reminded of is if what you're providing is too much for mm-hmm. them, they're not your person. Mm-hmm. So it's never going to be too much for mm-hmm. the right person. You're never mm-hmm. going to text too much the yeah. right person. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and f- the trigger for me is like when I don't get the text because yeah. I, I love words of affirmation, mm-hmm. but I don't hear from someone for, you know, hours and hours and hours. I'm like, Oh God, mm-hmm. I, I, like I'm traumatized. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. That's happened with multiple relationships. And of course that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm thankful that, you know, Here's a, a space that I'm exploring within that. Yeah. Um, is the fact that texting, social media, maybe even phone calls aren't real. They're not hmm. fucking real. The time I spend with you in person with you is real. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, and it's, it's been work. Let me tell you, it's been work for me to not immediately go to that place like they're not texting me back fast enough or they're not responding or the responses are short or whatever or like to the point it's not real it's just mm-hmm. fucking a space filler to get the details you need to be in person so like if you broke it down to having a relationship like having a real relationship with a human being would you want that relationship to be in person or mm-hmm. via text like if it had to be black and white our whole relationship is based on us texting each other or our whole relationship is based on us being together. What would you choose? Okay. So I'm trying to explore the space of the only thing that matters is when we are together, Mm -hmm. the fucking texting, the details, the like, Hey, whatever via anything other than being in like face to face with Mm -hmm. this human Unless they're like, fuck you, I hate you or something. Like, that's pretty yeah. clear. But, if, but me trying to interpret how much they're saying or how often they're saying it or how long it takes them to say it or any of that bullshit is not real. Mm-hmm. To a degree. Because, like, for example, you know, obviously, like, um, none of us living with our, whoever it is that we're dating. Mm-hmm. It's nice to get that, like, good morning text or mm-hmm. that good night text or whatever. So... Yeah, I don't believe that, like, maybe, like, the, the texting and the phone calls, I, I, I feel like they, they do play mm-hmm. 
into it but yeah of course i would much rather prefer like a physical relationship right thousand percent but it's like okay so we're not going to see each other for let's say four days Mm -hmm. it's like how do we feel that and it's like oh i saw this meme that you know reminded me of you Mm -hmm. or like good morning good night or like you know i just heard this song and i thought about you yeah i think like Mm -hmm. it's like it's a good combination Mm -hmm. it's okay to like have it in like small doses but I it's do like understand. The topping, it's like the topping on top of the yes, cake. The cake is like being together. Yeah, but I do understand. Oh, yeah. I have heard about those relationships that it's literally like, like you never like, let's say, argue in person. It's all like through text or it's like over oh the phone. Oh my God, like, what? No. Yeah. They argue through text? That's yeah. the worst. And it's like, do you it's know you can pick up the phone or drive to their house? up for failure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I will say to Amanda's point, um, yes, of course, you know, being in person is like, optimal mm-hmm. i do love the check-ins i love yeah. the good morning yeah, no, text. and like i said it's like you a know. topping it's it, yeah. it adds to it, it but it's does. not the fucking like source when mm-hmm. i don't hear from someone because i'm words of affirmation when i don't hear from someone for like you know mm-hmm. days that's you know them communicating to me that that's i'm not death to you. i'm not important to them <laughs> that i'm not on their mind if mm-hmm. they want to fill the space they mm-hmm. should communicate with mm-hmm good mornings and good nights and check-ins and like be curious as to what I'm doing in my life. Otherwise, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. And so to full circle trauma. So do you think, and this is, I'm, I'm saying this based on my own uh, upbringing, if you will, Mm -hmm. and traumas. Do you think that whatever your like highest ranking love language is, is to fill the void of something from your childhood, which is a trauma for example my love language is physical touch Mm -hmm. i feel like i can barely remember times when my parents like hugged and kissed Mm -hmm. me that was like anything genuine like they we had like this weird forced like kiss on the cheek good night every night Mm -hmm. and that was like the Mm -hmm. the extent of physical Mm -hmm. affection in my house Mm -hmm. everything was like you fall and scrape your knee like get up stop crying you know Mm -hmm. like nothing was like like warm physically therefore Mm -hmm. i think that trauma of my childhood became why my Mm. highest ranking love language is physical Mm. touch Mm. so that being said something like not getting texts enough or Mm. not getting you know a gift for your birthday that is Mm -hmm. meaningful or whatever Mm. the fuck it is do you think that it is to resolve the trauma that you had as a child Mm -hmm. that you felt the most lacking in. I think it's definitely tied to that in some way because Mm -hmm. we are so, you know, our belief systems are rooted in how we're raised and, you know, from childhood. So Mm -hmm. I think there's definitely a tie there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Anna? Um, 100%. But do you girls, I know that we're talking about like the topic of relationships, but do you, are there any events from past trauma that plays into your relationships? Like, let's say, like, friendships or work or anything like that that ties back to things from, like, your past? And I'll give you the perfect example. Okay. So <clears throat> I think I've mentioned this to you girls before. I don't know if I have, but I think I brought it up at um, LP meetings um, <laughs> the, where we met. But... <laughs> I had a horrible, horrible relationship with women. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Concur, which is why we're friends. (laughs) Exactly. Because growing up, um, and I've said this before, a lot of the relationships that I've had with men, I have been cheated on. Mm -hmm. So I, 
And this is how like the mind is all fucked up. Mm -hmm. I always thought women were the problem. Yes. It's like, why, you know? Mm -hmm. And also my dad has cheated on my mom in the past. So I always equated as women being the enemy. Mm -hmm. So when I met you girls, that was like a big, um, kind of, I guess like revelation for me. Like when I started like having like women bonds Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I've never had these many female friends in my life Mm -hmm. ever. So when we did our program, that's like the most, like the girl, the, the girlfriends that I have right now, like that's like the most, um, female friendships like I've had ever. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we did, you know, like that was I, so yeah <laughs> well you're gonna have your own yeah every friday I'm, yeah but creating so my own feminine space that was uh, like that was um something that i you know had to like work through because for me being in the presence of women and being surrounded by women it just felt very like gross like women are the enemy mm-hmm. i hate women like they're the cause of like all the problems that i've ever had they've taken all my boyfriends mm-hmm. they've taken my dad away from me mm-hmm. and of course like me going into that space of being surrounded by women i was like this is like too fucking uncomfortable so that's like where i had to kind of like that's another type of trauma that i had growing up that i like had to like work through mm-hmm. but now i mean obviously you know i see that that's not the case um but I mean, to summarize my statement, it's not just like relationships. It could be anything. It could be like work. Like you just mm-hmm. could have trauma from like coworkers or again, like friends. It doesn't have to be just like I feel like this is a whole other episode <laughs> <laughs> about female friendships. And because I feel like I, I could go on another hour tangent about this and I'm trying to I refrain think from it. Down. it. <laughs> yeah, I think we wrote it down on like the list of like episode ideas. It's definitely on the yeah. list of episode ideas. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, it's it's definitely a thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, again, like, that's why like most of my guy friends, most of my friends are guys. Same. Like, Other than, friends. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, like you said, like, I have yeah. more feminine, feminine female friends mm-hmm. now than I ever have. Mm-hmm. And I did, you know, I did, I was in all sorts of sports and shit growing up where obviously I'm on a team full of girls, but yeah, I always had like a friend or two on that team that I was like close with and the rest, like I just had no connection with, like I just couldn't Mm -hmm. connect with other females because it just, yeah, I think I grew up very much a tomboy and then that was like instilled in me that like girls are too girly they're too catty they're too this and like I don't want to have anything to do with that bullshit Mm -hmm. because I don't want to be that person and I mean well not only that like to circle back to like family like um uh dynamics Mm -hmm. I grew up with boys yeah so me being the only girl in a hispanic family in a completely different country like women were like super suppressed like you stayed home you had kids you got married you did the dishes you cooked so growing up it was like me trying to break out of that yeah so that's why I went to like the extreme where I was like a tomboy like Mm -hmm. I only had guy friends I was super independent because I didn't want like my, like my, uh, like my, like my feminine, um, self to like develop because that was like a sign of weakness. Yes. Mm -hmm. I concur. Yes. And I'm pretty sure you could probably relate to that by being in the Marines, Mm -hmm. honestly. 
Yeah, I mean it's you get to be fucking masculine, alpha, fucking kill. The Marines are ninety four percent men, so you have to be super masculine. You have to show up that way if you want someone to take you serious. You have to step into the masculine energy in order to be taken seriously. You can't Mm -hmm. really be feminine. You can't Mm -hmm. really wear a ton of makeup and Mm -hmm. you know be feminine. So yeah, you have like I can imagine like even being nice, like giving orders. Like you can't be like too nice. You have to be like firm and assertive, and you know laser. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to be. I I was never a fan of yelling. (laughs) Yeah. Giving feedback to my, even when they were like bags of shit, you know, (laughs) even when I wanted to fire them bag of shit, even when they like, as a journalist would steal, (laughs) make up quotes and steal photos from Google. Mm -hmm. I wanted to yell at them, but I was like, man, why the fuck are you stealing What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You're a journalist. have you not dealt Mm -hmm. with? What is wrong with you? Ugh. That's a whole other podcast. So us having traumas or preconceived notions or whatever about having friendships with females how does that trauma if you will uh show up in relationships because i'll say for myself Mm -hmm. i've been in several relationships now Mm -hmm. where i am comfortable showing up in my masculine Mm -hmm. if i need to Mm -hmm. i obviously i i don't know that many women really want to but someone no. needs to. And if no. you're not going to, I am. And then when I do, that makes them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that makes me unattractive because I'm being too masculine. And I'm taking control and I'm taking their position and whatever the fuck. But it's because they're not showing up. So I'm curious if you guys have any kind of relationship experiences where your trauma of masculine versus feminine energy shows up in a way, in your relationship that makes the partner, I don't know, create conflict, uncomfortable, whatever the fuck. But I've definitely been told I am too masculine and unattractive. I mean, I've been told in the past because, uh, you know, I, I can be controlling and I, and I acknowledge that. Uh, I've been told, you know, in the past that, you know, I... <laughs> I dated someone significantly younger than me. And because of my controlling nature, I came off more like I was like being a mom, mom. like a mom. Oh, to them. But I think a lot of these yeah. beta men want a mom to date them because yeah. they are beta so, and they can't do shit for themselves because can you do my laundry? that relationship did not work out, obviously. <laughs> but I took that note. I was like, oh, OK, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to you know, be controlling in the kitchen or whatever. But mm-hmm. But also step the fuck up. You're a goddamn man. I'm sorry if I'm being sexist in some way. I couldn't step That's into true, my feminine yeah. energy because I you felt like being, I had to be step into the Yeah, you can't energy. have two submissive people in a relationship. Yeah. This doesn't work. It didn't work out. I mean, you can have both. I think that if there's like a really nice balance between like the two people, like both of you can just like dance in and out of it. It's mm-hmm. like sometimes you have to be... Mm, there a is dance. a balance. It's a dance. You know, softer. Sometimes a man, you know, has to, you know, if you need your oil change, it's like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> and there's other times where, you know, We're you not talking about like... anal here, okay? <laughs> I, I would love to have my literal oil changed. <laughs> Literally. Yes. I got you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> All that is true. But... You know, I think, like, once you find that balance, like, it shouldn't be, like, a power struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like when you get to that point where you're, like, okay, who is the better, like, the most feminine or the most masculine? Mm-hmm. And, like, you, like, you're trying to stay in that. It's, like, oh, it's such, like, a battle. Right. And what do you think creates about? the power struggle? My 
thought trauma. <laughs> my my thought with the power struggle is, okay, so uh, we're we're fighting over who's the more masculine one or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, right? Maybe subconsciously, you don't even like consciously register that we're trying to fight over who's the more masculine one. But mm-hmm. it's like whose plans are we gonna follow or who? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the masculine trait here. But I think the power struggle comes from the insecurity of not being in your place, if mm-hmm. you will. So if you're the man and you're supposed to be masculine and you're not showing up that way and you're being challenged, mm. now it becomes a power struggle because you are not confident. Because if you're confident in being masculine in your masculine energy and power as a man, you wouldn't be intimidated by that. Mm-hmm. You're like, cool, you take charge of this, but I'm fine with that. Like, mm-hmm. I can step mm-hmm. down. But to step down if you're not secure... Mm-hmm. means that you're fucking losing this battle because it's a fucking power struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what phrase I do not like what? when people use it? When someone says like, oh, now we know who like wears, wears the pants. The pants. The pants. The I love wearing pants, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like literal like, okay, pants. Like, cares? Yeah. I wear jeans on the daily. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but I'm like, also, what, like know, what is that a powerful woman? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, like both people can wear pants. You know. literally and figuratively yeah, exactly <laughs> like it doesn't have to be like a battle of like who is but that's that mm. <sighs> <laughs> so needless to say no matter what it is trauma will show, show up. up in your relationship whether you think it does or not yeah. it will fucking show up so being yes. aware and dealing with it mm. is the way forward not trying mm. to pretend like it's not going to be there or that it's not mm. there or that it will never be there. You get to take the blinders off, recognize there's trauma, deal with it appropriately and healthy in a healthy way mm-hmm. so that you can move forward. Because otherwise, what are you doing? You're just treading water. You're like trying to swim in quicksand. Ooh, good one. <laughs> so deal with that trauma, bitches. Deal with that trauma, bitches. <laughs> the t-shirt idea. <laughs> yes. We have so many t-shirt ideas. Yes. Deal with that trauma, bitches. To close out, we mm-hmm. would like to thank a few people. Who would you like to thank? I would love Jennifer. to thank our liquor daddy. First and foremost. The liquor fountain. And all the daddies, for that matter. All the daddies, because we are recording this on Father's Day, even though you're listening to it days or weeks later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to all the daddies out there. But thank yes, you. our liquor daddy, the liquor fountain at 5203 Fountain Avenue. Fountain Avenue. Fountain Avenue. <laughs> They're on Instagram at the Liquor Fountain. She's so good at staying serious. <laughs> <laughs> There's also an app if you would like to download mm-hmm. to have your booze delivered. It's called mm-hmm. the Liquor Fountain. Oh, mm-hmm. what? Pretty, pretty simple. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Snacks, snacks. Check out Ulysses Picks if you want. If you have no idea what you want, you just want awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Ulysses Picks will never steer you wrong. And Nats, we would also Nats. like to thank. Our audio daddies. Our audio oh, it sounds daddies. so sexy. I, know. I can't mm. wait to listen to this. They provided yes. us with new microphones. Kanks for Maintenance Podcast. Canceled for Maintenance Podcast. They're on Instagram at Kanks for Maintenance Podcast. They're amazing. Check them out. They're fucking hilarious. They're hilarious. Their memes are so relatable to like dank every industry. memes. Yeah. Dank. Follow the you dank meme. Dank. The dank, dank memes. <laughs> We're trying to relate to like the the, the Gen Z's right here. Yeah. Thank you Dang. to all the daddies on this uh, fine Father's Day. Yeah. Yes, the spanking daddies. Because yeah. when you really think about it, we came from you know someone's sperm, so we we all we have did. daddies. Yeah. Literally, 
Literally, yeah. So th- yeah. thank you for, you know, nutting in our moms. I thank guess. you for not pulling out. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for nutting in our moms. Thank you for nutting in our moms. Thank you for not doing it in her mouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And <laughs> last but not right least, <laughs> last but not least, we'd like to thank our supporters on Anchor and our patrons on mm-hmm. Patreon. We love bringing you exclusive content. We love doing what we do. So thank mm-hmm. you for, you know, supporting us mm-hmm. and uh, you know, giving us your money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and hopefully, you know, learning a few things along the way. Hopefully, even yeah. if it's through drunken <clears throat> rambling about random things. We hope there's something <laughs> of mm-hmm. value in this. <laughs> Yes. And uh, buy our merch. If you would like to Alpha's buy the merch, yeah. which is available on our Instagram, you can go to the link in our Instagram bio. It's mm-hmm. called merch. And <laughs> if you'd like to become a, patri- a patron on Patreon to mm-hmm. get exclusive content and early access to episodes, you can go to the link in our Instagram bio once again. Oh. It's called Patreon. So uh-huh. check it out. If uh, you have any doubts, yeah. just go to the link in our bio. If you like, yeah, literally. if you can't find everything's the link in our bio. there, yeah. everything is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, until next time, bye bye. Meow meow. Go suck some dicks. Ah, uh, 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 fuck yeah! <laughs> Put it in me. Question mark?